Well, hello and welcome to the Morelands Church Equip podcast. My name's Joe Standwick and today we're thinking about families evangelism. Um, If you're new to the podcast, the aim of the podcast is to lift the lid on church life and think, why do we do what we do? And we also want to be um, taking the word of God that we're hearing um, in our church family and thinking more about the implications of that uh, for how we live our lives. So I'm joined today by our families worker, Becky Byram. Hi, Becky. Hello. Tell us a bit about what you do in in our church. Um, Well, I try to um, make sure that we as a church are thinking about families and how we look after children and young people and their parents in our church family. And so I do a lot of coordinating of uh, different things that we have on and try and think ahead, plan, be strategic for how to help uh, grow the ministry amongst families as we go forward. Brilliant. And Becky and I are joined by Fiona. Fiona, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Fiona. Um, I'm married to Gareth and we've got three small children, a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Two boys and a girl. Great. Yeah. And also Charlotte. Hi Charlotte. Hi. Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm Charlotte. I'm married to Sam and we also have three children um, who are five, three and Six months, <laughs> almost six months, um, and they're all boys, all boys. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so we're talking about families evangelism today, and as a church we're also uh, thinking a bit more about this topic over the next couple of years in all different areas of church life. That's one of the reasons we wanted to have this conversation. Uh, before we get into some of that, um, Fiona, how about a highlight from the summer for you? Uh, we were mm. off the back of the summer break, what mm. are some one or two yeah, highlights? Yeah, it feels a long time ago now, doesn't it? <laughs> um, we went to see Colin Buchanan in concert at Keswick, mm. which is a lot of fun. That's pretty good. That's yeah. fun. Um, and we went to London over our summer holidays. So our children loved being in London and the Natural History Museum. And we did a trip to the zoo as well, which is always fun. Wow, so <laughs> exciting. Busy, busy. And how about you, Charlotte? Any highlights in the summer? Well, we often are away a lot in the summer holidays because my husband is a teacher. But we actually stayed around more than normal this year which was actually really nice and we did some trips to the Lake District and things we don't often have time to do in term time so it was lovely but we did also have a day trip in Liverpool which we enjoyed a lot because we can't we, we didn't feel we could do London but there is an underground train a short one <laughs> in Liverpool and my eldest son was very excited about that <laughs> so that was good fantastic um, my highlight was I took my paddleboard on the sea and wow. I did not fall in. Wow, so Becky. I thought I was quite pleased with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> impressive. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Great. Well, let's start thinking about our topic. Um, Becky, over to you. Okay, so it's a new term. Um, everything's kicking off again isn't it small uh, school and toddler groups and things like that so it'd be great to just think about um uh, being involved in those and how to make the most of those opportunities um with your age children you guys are both involved in um toddler groups um so let's start there um what have you found over the years have been the challenges and the opportunities of of getting involved in toddler groups yeah, it's a great opportunity, isn't it, to get to know people. Um, lots of people there with small children like us who are desperate to meet other people, desperate to get out and do things with their um, children. Um, so it's a great opportunity just to get to know people in the local community um, who are living often very close to you. Um, and yeah, you can just get to know them <laughs> very easily um, whilst our children play, which is an added bonus. <laughs> 
um, some of the challenges um, I've found with toddler groups, it's it's not very easy to go to a toddler group where you don't know anybody, <laughs> um, and it it's like it's a bit like walking into a new church where you don't know anyone and um especially when people seem to already know each other you can feel quite excluded so it's hard to go it's uncomfortable and sometimes doesn't feel like the first thing you want to do with especially if your child is not you know having a great day (laughs) or you've had a great night (laughs) (laughs) um and um another challenge actually is that lots of uh women are only off work with their children for quite a short time mm-hmm. and it can be hard if 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 um you sort of miss that early window you know and lots of mums go back to work and then they're not available anymore to come to groups um that that can be kind of a hard thing if you meet someone when they're just about to go back to work mm-hmm. um but one of the um advantages that we found is that um, if you're getting to know people who live locally to you, that often you you meet them again at the school gate later mm. on. Um, so, if you can sort of meet people in that short window, you know, when they're at home with children, you might meet them again later on. Mm. Um, so it, it's definitely worth. It's easier to pick up relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth kind of getting out there, getting to know them in those early days. Mm. I could throw in a couple of opportunities. I, I haven't been to many toddler groups myself, but my, my wife has. We've got two preschool children and two primary school age children. I think she's found committing to a toddler group has been yeah. really, really important. So being in the same place every week and uh, really for three years, mm-hmm. um, she's got to know people quite well over that time, people who've been in the group for that length of time too. I think the other opportunity that, that she's found is that when you're in a similar situation in life with these other uh, moms and, and some dads um, you, you've immediately got common ground so you're talking mm. about parenting mm-hmm. you're talking about your children mm-hmm. and there's opportunities there I think mm-hmm. to share a Christian worldview with them mm-hmm. that is quite distinct and different mm-hmm. um, but is quite easy to do there's ways in there to talk about Jesus um, as you're talking about the everyday things of being being a parent mm-hmm. brilliant so a real um, mission field really mm-hmm. full of uh, people to connect with and share Jesus with and support and encourage. So, um, Charlotte, tell us about your the toddler group that you are involved in at the moment. Um, so, uh, well, Fee and I actually both go to um, a toddler group in the Bowram area, and it's one that uh, was sort of thriving before COVID, and then post-COVID, uh, it, the people who had previously run it didn't want to run it anymore. Um, but the community centre still wanted it to run, uh, so they had the space, but no one to kind of run it. So I um, asked some other mums from church who live in our local area if they would kind of partner together with me to be the people who are there every week, who would go and set out the toys ready. So it's kind of welcoming for people when they arrived. Um, just be regular, like Joe was saying, be the ones who are there and chat to people and just saw it as an opportunity to kind of just love and serve and get to know uh, parents and I guess mostly mums who live nearby to us. Um, That's one advantage of it not being kind of in the centre of town. Everyone who comes lives within like half a mile of where I live, (laughs) Uh, which is, is, has been really great. How do you, um, how do you try and use that toddler group then to um, 
create opportunities to share the gospel? Yeah, so we, um, one thing that we do is every week we have a song time all together and we sit round at the end. And so whenever we have an event on a church, uh, like a toddler event or a guest Sunday, or Christmas carols, whatever it is, we'll, um, we'll always take flyers to hand out to everybody and kind of invite everybody um, who's there. And in lots of ways, it's a very easy invite because uh, people with small children are desperate for things to do with small children. And all of our events are free for small children. So that's also an advantage. Um, And they're all about Jesus. So it's like the best events to invite them to. Um, So, yes, we do that to invite everyone. Um, We also can just do personal invitations. And the other thing that's been great about going to a group with other mums from church is that we even though we're all there together um a challenge for us is to not just spend time with each other and we can kind of free each other up to get to know the other women there um and so we've all probably made sort of slightly closer friendships with different people at the group um but um when we've invited them on to events or to church when they come they already know a group of other women who they've met at toddler group which is just a a great kind of place to it start when they come to, to come to church yeah absolutely because they already know others who yeah. are here um yeah um i think another thing that i've been challenged um about is um to pray um f- to meet meet people i think in the early days of having a baby i found it really hard to get to know people at toddler groups and they just weren't didn't feel like those people that i could really get to know um but i could pray i could pray that god would put people in my life um, and I find it really hard just not not knowing people and not really knowing who to invite to events and who I can meet telling them telling about Jesus. Um, but God's been very kind in answering that prayer at the school gates. Um, so that's that's a challenge and a, an encouragement that we can pray. We can ask our Heavenly Father to um, help us to to meet people and to put people in our lives that we can share the gospel with. Um, and I'm definitely seeing fruit from you know trying in the early days and. Um, yeah, answer prayer of him putting people in in our lives that we can get to know and share the gospel with. That's really helpful. Should we move on to think a little bit about the school gate? Mm. Um, so that's toddler groups. Another big opportunity we find is is school gate. Mm. And um, I've talked to some uh, parents who have children in uh, secondary school who say actually some of those opportunities that you have at primary school are less uh, kind of present when you get to secondary school because children might be walking to school on their own you don't interact with parents as much so I think the primary school years are actually a really precious time of getting to know people at the school gate um what have you found with that mm. the what what are some of the opportunities what are some of the challenges um at the school gate mm. yeah I was definitely aware of um the school gate being a really big area of ministry um I think a lot of people have told me you know you'll meet a lot of people at the school gate and you know, during COVID, it was hard to get to know people at, um, at like toddler groups. So I knew that the, the school was coming. Um, and it's just a great thing that I, can pair, I could be praying about as well. Like, you know, I'm going to meet people here so I can be praying and asking God to, to help me be bold and to, you know, help us to meet people. Um, I was very aware that um, a lot of these people are going to be on our lives for the next seven years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, we're in it for the long run. So 
it's really important that we get to know these people. They might not know any of the Christians around. So it's our chance to actually get to know people and live life alongside people. Um, not just for the numbers game about, you know, how many non-Christians can we meet, but actually it's an opportunity for us to share our lives with them um, and real relationships and real friendships. Um, yeah. I don't know how you two have found it. Um, I find it quite hard to move conversations on because yeah. it's you're sometimes seeing the same people but just for maybe two minutes every day mm -hmm. during pickup maybe five minutes at most have you got any sort of help or advice on how to maybe mm -hmm. spend longer with people how to progress those relationships any further have you found that yeah i found it um useful trying to get to school pick up a bit early so even though i didn't need to be there early like it's a chance to get early and be available and ready to chat to people and younger siblings actually help break the ice for a lot of people so it's useful to take other children with you to like I know, our three-year-old it's his social time to people. <laughs> um and just be willing and open to chat to people some people are very much you know head down there there just to do the pickup but a lot of people are there they actually want to know the people that their child is in in a class with um so there's definitely opportunities to take it further um you know, we live quite close to school and I'm often walking back with a few people and often we'll stop at our turn off and chat. So eventually, it took a long time to talk and I said, do you want to come back for a cup of tea? And they said yes and it was lovely. Um, so another lady challenged me to say, well, what, what have you got to lose? And I was very thankful for that because um, it was just a really natural way to take it out of the school playground and actually bring them into our lives. Um, and that's happened with, with a few families actually that we've been able to meet on, on a weekend or you know over the holidays um and yeah i mean we're only a year in so we've got a lot to learn and a lot <laughs> a lot of other opportunities but that's great um, to actual. yeah i think i yeah i think it is just that kind of crossing <laughs> the pain line which is not yeah. even really that much of a pain line but and just saying do you want to come around mm -hmm you know, on a Saturday or do you want to do something which you've done really well for you? And I just think that's that's my challenge for this year is to do that more. And um, especially if I know that someone is a parent of our five-year-old, that just be willing to just talk to them, even if they're not looking like desperate for you to talk to them, you know, just say hello, swap numbers and... Um, arrange a play date you know uh, so I would love to be better at doing that this year and and birthday parties as well I think mm, yeah. especially when they're smaller you, you can stay with them at the birthday party um, and just really make the most of chatting to other parents as much as you can mm. then because <laughs> um, they're there as well and you know your children are off doing a party so and birthday parties are a good way for the families to yeah like, you know my husband isn't able to do the school pickup so he isn't able to really meet people but birthday parties are a good way for him to get to know so that you know it's, as a family we're we're doing it together as mm. well yeah that's really helpful and i suppose behind this desire to make the most of opportunities is a, a heart that wants to reach out to people who need to hear about jesus we want to love people uh, we want to introduce them to the person they need to know who will save them for eternity. What else do you try and remember as you're making the most of these opportunities? What is the heart behind some of these things that we've been talking about? Um, it's like like you were saying, It's we want these people to know the best news that there is. Um, and we might be the only people that they know that know that truth. So um, it's our chance to actually be in that community of people that we might not have met 
otherwise you know you can't control who's going to be in your child's class um so it's you know thinking intentionally and in the way that we talk to our children about it and thinking oh it's not just school it's not just where we go to learn things it's actually about how we get to know people and how we can share the good news of jesus um so that, that's a challenge i guess that we're we do that better with our children i don't think we've maybe done that as well this year so that's maybe th- something going forward that we can be thinking more as a family and praying for people mm-hmm. and more about who they want to speak the gospel to um and model it to our children as well <laughs> i think that's a challenge that if they're not seeing us do it then um mm-hmm. it's just a challenge isn't it <laughs> yeah i was thinking about when like i don't go to the school gate or toddler groups but i do go to the gym mm-hmm. and what i find helpful if i remember <laughs> i'm not regular at remembering it but praying on the way mm-hmm. to the gym that i will actually remember the people i'm exercising mm-hmm. with need jesus and mm-hmm. i'll be open and ready mm-hmm. to chat to people and not yeah. just be you know in the zone of um i'm here to get through this <laughs> and endure um i i find that helpful and i guess that's one way uh, that might help Mm. keep it on like as you're walking mm. to school you can be praying mm. can't you as, yeah. and, and and also presumably with other parents who have children at your school like that might be a, a thing you could partner together in mm. praying for yeah. your schools it's a great reminder that it starts with our hearts doesn't it before yeah. we think about any of these things mm. so we're at the start of a, a new academic year we're two weeks in to this new term um and we've got all these opportunities ahead of us. How are you going to try and make the most of these opportunities this year? Let's start with you, Charlotte. Yeah, so I think, um, as I was saying before, what, we, what we'd like to do more this year is sort of get to know families rather than just individuals at the school gate um, and get my husband, Sam, involved and sort of be able to see people beyond outside of school time um, and do things together as a family so that we're all sort of on mission together you know trying to reach the same people as well and help each other to do that um i think that's what we would yeah what we'd like to do better this year Mm. yeah similarly getting to know people um but also i think being more intentional about what we're talking about as well i think it's very easy to want is talking about school or talking about the children um but it's taking it beyond that. Um, so that requires me to be a bit more intentional and bold to actually <laughs> um, ask questions that are hard to ask, maybe. Um, and then that, yeah, I think being more prayerful about it as well. That's always <laughs> that's always going to be a good thing about, you know, what what questions to ask and how to how to do it better. I think. Mm. Um. With so as a church being encouraged to do to think about friends three two one so think of three friends that we particularly want to share the gospel with um is that something that you think you can do as a family are you going to try and incorporate that into your family life or is it more of a you're just going to think of your three friends your husband's going to think of his three friends that kind of thing how's it going to work for you um yeah we are we'd like to to probably think of a few families so we're not doing you know like 12 friends between <laughs> us um i mean that would be great but i feel <laughs> it would be a lot so if we can yeah try to reach some families you know who we're all we're all praying for those families together and it's a friend from school and their parents are from preschool and 
you know um i think that, that is what we would like to do um as well as uh, you know some other friends <laughs> um yeah yeah similarly um i think we'll think about families as a as a as a family we'll think about who we can be intentionally praying about and getting to know um yeah we've not done a lot of thinking about it um or uh, you know how we're going to do it but i think it starts with talking about it and bringing the children into the conversation i think mm. we're very good at just thinking about it um on a practical level but actually mm. opening that up to children and bringing them on board as well and doing it as a team i think we could definitely do that better mm. um because they'll probably have a long list of friends that they want to tell about jesus um and we just need to encourage them and bring them on board. Yeah, I think um, with the, because where we are now, we've got this uh, like try church Sunday coming up. Um, it's nice to, it is great to kind of think about how we can help the children to invite their friends mm-hmm. um, to that. You know, what can we do practically to help them to do that for their friends at school? Yeah. Um, and I guess it helps if we know their parents because they're not just going to send them off on their own. So we need to um, get to know parents and invite them ourselves as well. So, yeah. Mm. We find it helpful. Our children, particularly our eldest child, will often invite friends to church and then we find out about it. But she might have sent a letter home with the, with the oh. child. So at that point, it's... Um, it's our responsibility, isn't yeah, it, to follow that up yeah. and uh, and chat to yeah. the family. But isn't that a great encouragement and a challenge yeah. to you as a parent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're doing it, aren't they? But think, yeah, how how together do we reach people who mm. don't yet know Jesus? Mm. How can we include our children, pray with our yeah. children about yeah. it? Yeah. Is, is really important. And one thing we're finding helpful about Friends Three Two One is thinking if we've got two years to think and pray mm. about people. Mm then we can think, you know, what's coming up in six months' time? Mm-hmm. What's a sort of a longer-term prayer? Yeah. And not feel like everything has to be this no. next week. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that takes a bit of the, yeah. the pressure off too. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much, ladies, for joining us and sharing um, uh, what's going on for you and your families. Um, we also, well, I also uh, this week sat down with one of our young people, Rory, uh, we, we mentioned that the school gate ministry sort of changes at secondary school. Um, so I sat down with Rory to find out what evangelism looks like for him at secondary school. So um, we'll listen to what Rory had to say now. So I'm joined by Rory today. Um, Rory, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm a 16-year-old uh, secondary school student in Lancaster. Um, uh, well, yeah, I'm an average teenager. Very good. Yes. Um, pretty good at rugby. I'm not not too shabby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like to. Yeah. Uh, I hear there's a big rugby world cup going on at the moment. Is that exciting? There is. It's very exciting, but I wouldn't recommend watching like three games back to back. Okay. Because I think rugby can get a bit confusing slash boring if you don't really play rugby. But Fair enough. I'm not. Very, I'm not plugging it very well, but yeah. <laughs> I did listen to a rugby podcast this week. Oh, wow. um, but mainly because it had um, the royal family on it. Oh, okay. But I found really? it kind of interesting. Mm. But I didn't really understand what they were talking about. So yeah, maybe. That's <laughs> there you fine. go. Um, so you're a high school student. You just started your A levels. Yes, I have. What's been the highlight of that so far? Um, I think the the free time, which were meant to study periods. But in the first couple of weeks, you don't have any work to do. So 
being able to just like play car games and free time that sort of thing that's really good um <laughs> and yeah not having teachers breathing down your neck from exams is a big change because like yeah, okay. you just finished GCSEs and you're like oh I should be revising for something but you're not so oh, that's nice that's yeah. nice I'm sure that will return <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah definitely oh that's good um cool so you are obviously at school with um lots of friends you've got friends in your rugby team um what are some of the challenges or encouragements that you find in trying to share the gospel with friends in those two places Mm. I think to be honest the biggest challenge is the fact that Jesus and Christianity isn't really a common topic of conversation like it doesn't just it's not the sort of thing that just like you slip into Mm. when you're trying to meet someone or when you're just talking to your mates you don't go oh yeah I'm a Christian Jesus Jesus you don't say that so when you do bring it up it's it's like quite a big thing and then it's the sort of thing that people will like stop talking and they'll be like oh you're a Christian oh <laughs> right didn't know that or something like that mm. and then that can put you off in the future knowing that it's such a like off topic conversation yeah I think that's kind of hard um but the opportunities come apparent when you do make that jump and mention the fact you're a Christian okay and then people because it's not very common people are interested and they go like oh didn't know that about you or in RE lessons especially I found the fact that people know you're Christian means they'll turn to you for like knowledge or advice on how to interpret the Bible and those are helpful especially in secondary school Mm -hmm. Um, because they're like they're comfortable environments you can talk about Jesus in without looking too radical or opinionated um but yeah the, that is the challenge is it's a bit radical but the opportunity that comes from that is you get to talk about it in a bit more depth when it is mentioned yeah okay so you've got to kind of um stir up the courage to just be open about being a christian and, yeah. and once you've done that then mm. maybe some more opportunities come yeah yeah definitely okay um and also the opportunity a big opportunity is someone else who's been hiding their faith goes Mm. oh you're a christian i'm a christian too then you have someone else that you can look to talk to your friends with about christianity or just have as a kind of like a safe person who you can chat to about your faith okay which is nice to have yeah Mm -hmm. um do you have you found quite a few of those sorts of people definitely yeah especially in like the rugby team which is definitely a place you can feel overwhelmed and outnumbered Mm. given the culture of rugby and like the pressure to go to parties and drink that sort of thing um which like aren't necessarily bad things but in rugby culture they tend to get out of control Mm. so having another person or three people i have that we can check each other Mm. and we can make sure that we're all living for jesus that's really helpful Mm. um do you so, find people asking you, like, people noticing that you're not joining in with that kind of thing and asking about it, or are they not? It's more like... It's it's more the fact that I'll disagree with it. Or, like... It's not the fact that they're doing something and I'm there in the presence and not doing it. 
it's mm. more the fact that I'll look visibly displeased by something okay. or I like I just won't agree with something if someone says it I'll like shake my head or something yeah okay and and people don't like people are as you they don't mind you being opinionated and you can just disagree like that and people will accept it which is something that I've noticed now mm. it's like if I state my opinion people just go fair enough okay yeah. so then you have a bit more confidence to say no to things like that okay which is nice great so are you um what are the, some of the things you're trying to do particularly this year to share the gospel with um friends well there are three friends i would <laughs> i would like to um in, well there's one friend that i'd like to encourage because um, they're Christian. Well, they say they're Christian, okay. but they're kind of falling away in faith, which is quite like a sad thing to see. But mm. I think being a, having the opportunity to be a Christian influence in their life is a nice thing, yeah, um, privilege. Um, and then there are two other people. One person who I had a kind of an escapade with on uh, the South Africa tour, um, which was the rugby tour. Um, and they were questioning my faith and asking about it. Okay. So I'd like to share that with them. Mm. And then uh, also another friend who's just one of my best mates, so I'd obviously like them to be a Christian. Yeah. Um, and over two years of sixth form, that's so much opportunity to speak mm. to them about it. And being able to see them every day in school, that's really good. And like, it means you don't have to dump loads of christianity on them <laughs> at like one point yeah. you can just over time just tell them a little bit about jesus and invite them to little events that sort of thing yeah um and because they're your friend they're not going to go oh no that's weird i don't want to do that they'll just go yeah fair enough okay um so that, yeah the three friends three two one works really well for you because yeah. you've got two years at sixth form exactly so, yeah great so it fits in very well yeah um but yeah, so my three friends in, in school, I really like them to be Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think in a school year, I, particularly with being in like the rugby team, um, you have quite a bit of a voice, just given the nature of... Because I go to an all-boys school, mm-hmm. if you're in the rugby team, it's just one of them stereotypical things where it's like you have a bit more of a voice okay so i think that i'd use that to stand out and people would first know i'm a christian but Mm. know that i'm outgoing about being a christian Mm. i think that would be a good thing to kind of spread to multiple people and that that would be a nice thing to have people to know yeah so that means that people will ask me about christianity more if they know that i'm a christian um i think that's something i could use as oh, like yeah. a helpful evangelism that's great tool. it's a great way of thinking about it because yeah. you could be thinking oh no everybody's looking at me I don't want to mm. I don't want to stand out and tell them I'm Christian but actually making the most of that opportunity is great mm. um, it's really encouraging to um, talk to you and see how you just are trying to live for Jesus um, I'd love to know what your or if, you, if looking back you can think of ways that your parents like help to instill this boldness and desire to share Jesus in you? Um, I think one of the main things is 
seeing like my dad and my mum in particular that so dead set in their faith and they're not willing to budge about it mm-hmm. for anything and in particular with like hearing about my dad's work and my mum well, my dad and my mum in the workplace how there have been particular times where they've had to their their rock and their the place where they've stood has been as a Christian and they've had to make decisions and things like that in life and that I've been I've been in and around like just like family decisions or what they do with their life and what they do with their work the one thing they always go back to is I'm a Christian so Mm -hmm. what move will I make and that's really helpful because it means that in situations where I feel uncomfortable or I feel like I should be well I'm, I'm questioning how I should live as a person I can go I am a Christian how should I live and that's really helpful and like also resting such importance on the Bible in childhood has been helpful mm. and like my dad always tells me he doesn't say this specifically but he mentions that if I have any problems you can find all of them in the Bible and mm. you can find encouragement in the Bible and it doesn't miss anything off mm. about how you should live or how you should feel or yeah it's just an all-encompassing book so dependence on the bible and dependence and being sure in your identity as a christian Mm. if you're rooted in that there's nowhere else you can go apart Mm. from wanting to live for jesus because if you're sure of your faith and you're sure of how you should live and no other problem comes about after that and you notice that big problems which seem to affect people like non-Christians in, in a big way you can feel as a Christian and you can feel you can have a rational explanation for why that is and how you can act in response to that so like getting like in the build up to exams everyone's stressing about mm. how the exam goes oh it's going to define my future and I know some people just don't care anyway but <laughs> as a Christian I can go and it may sound very alien to a non-Christian, but it's God's plan. As long as I work hard, as it says in the Bible, mm-hmm. I'm diligent. I can, I can reach my full potential and God will allow me to. And it's his plan what my results are. So mm-hmm. therefore, I have no worries at all on, about the exams or anything. That's brilliant. So, yeah. How encouraging. Um, so they just were open and honest with you about their faith and what it looked like in their lives and encouraged you to find your identity in Christ and mm-hmm. root what you know about him in the word. Mm-hmm. And it's set you up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Um, well, I think I'm going to leave it there. But uh, maybe I'll pray for you just before we finish. Thank you. Is that good? Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Rory and for... Um, all the people in his life that uh, don't know Jesus that he is able to um, talk to about Jesus and we pray for his three friends that he's particularly wanting to um, talk to about Jesus and model um, the Christian life to over these next two years please will you help him to be bold and faithful in that and we thank you that um, you've given him a bit of a, a platform in his school um, as a, a rugby player and we pray please will you help him to um, handle that with godliness and humility and to use it to point people to Jesus and uh, we pray that 
he would have the encouragement of seeing um, people um, trusting in, in you because of um, what he shared with them about you. And we pray all this in uh, Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rory. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us this month for the Equip podcast. We hope it's been helpful for you. Uh, Please do be praying for our families and our children and young people in church. Next month on the podcast, we'll be discussing the topic of biblical counselling. So we look forward to seeing you again for that. Mm